It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon. Welcome to the Rendezvous. Uh, I uh, I'm in a very good mood. Usually I am, by the way. Uh, and also because it's summer, and I like the summer warmth, the summer light, the summer lights, the sunsets. Uh, and and uh, if you go to my social media at Rendezvous Radio, you might see some of my pictures. I'm a hopeless sunset chaser. I never stop chasing the sunset wherever am I. With that capture outside, it's America. Then you know it's my kind of my uh, hashtag because I love this country. Anyway, um, we're gonna get to you calls, to you questions. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. I'm ready for you. Any questions about your relationship? Call me now. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Bonjour, Lindsay. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lindsay. So what's going on tonight? How can I help? Um, I love your show, and I listen all the time. And, Thank you. Um, I got divorced a little over a year ago, and I took a year off just to kind of, you know, get back to being myself. And now I think I'm ready to date again, but I really don't know, like, even how to start. <laughs> so I was hoping you could give me some advice. Sure. What do you mean you don't know how to start? I mean... My friends are telling me, you know, join a dating site, you know, right. go to places. But right now I'm not sure about going to bars. And uh, I, I just, I don't know kind of how to begin, really. Well, okay. So the dating site is the right approach because, first of all, it's it completely safe. You, you don't give you a real phone number and all that. So you're fine. And then, really, it's kind of you re-enter the world of communicating with with guys. And I think you know, if if you just join one of the sides, ask your girlfriends which one is best. There's plenty. Uh, and and then and then you go from there. And all you got to do is you'll see pretty quickly. You chat back, and then if you like somebody, then you'll meet for coffee outside or whatever conditions it is health wise. But what matters is that to re-engage in talking, communicating and fantasizing about, you know, somebody. And there's no other way, really. I mean, right now, the safest way is to go online, easy breezy, uh, and go from there. Okay. I, I never went online for dating, so it's just a little scary to me right now. <laughs> oh, no, it's less scary to meet online because they don't have your phone number and your real name no matter what. So you'd have no risk of being, you know, being somebody stalking on you or... So really, it's the easiest, safest way. Go online, put some of the pictures, put something, you know, a, a nice light profile, and all you got to do is wait. Guys will just chat with you, and then you start chatting. Okay. Sounds a whole lot easier than what I was imagining. <laughs> it's just a conversation. You'll see. It's just a chat. Hey, what's up? What are you doing? Talk about the weather. Talk about sports. Don't talk about your past. Yeah, don't talk just, you know, what do you do? Stuff like that. And usually, after couple chats, then you just, it's time to meet. So you'll know when. Okay. All I right. feel a whole lot better. Thank you, Simon. That's Anytime. Yeah. Good luck to you, Lindsay. And thank you for calling. You have a good night. Thank you. Good night. Coming up, um, we're going to go to Francesca's Instagram DM because unfortunately her boyfriend cheated on her and now she needs my help to know what to do next. Uh, her Instagram is next. So I got an interesting Instagram question from uh, Francesca who goes, my boyfriend cheated on me, so we broke up. But now he's begging me for another chance. I love him, 
But how do I know he won't cheat on me again? Please help, Simon. Yeah, that's a good question. If somebody cheated on you once and they beg you to take them back, how do you know they will not cheat again and again and again? I'll tell you that next. So if you've been cheated on, like Francesca, and your then ex begs you to take them back, and you still love them, so you wonder, but if I take them back, how do I know they won't cheat on you again? Truth is, you'll never know. I could, you know, play some tricks or cliche answer. I'm not. I'm just going to give it to you as it is. Whether somebody has cheated on you in the past or never cheated on you, you never know what can happen tomorrow. Never. And anybody who said, not me, must have a friend who thought the same thing and somebody cheated on them. So my advice is to live in the here and now and ask yourself first, why would I want to give a second chance to him? If you have the answer, give him a second chance. If you can't find the answer, don't take him back. I hope that helps you. Calls are next. Bonjour, Angela. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Angela. What's going on? I recently found out that my husband um, has a secret Twitter account where I don't know if he's attempting to be, you know, an internet comedian or whatever, but he seems to be complaining a lot. Um, he complains about a lot of things in the world, but he also complains about things um, in our relationship and things about me. Um, my only thing is, is that he seems to be exaggerating about everything. And, you know, I have no issues. We're talking about these things in real life, but the fact that he's taking these issues out to the world and exaggerating about them, um, you know, I don't want that to lead back to me. I don't want anybody to think anything about me. But I also just don't like that he's sort of like making me the butt of jokes online. And I want to know what you think I should do about it. Sure, because tell me how that makes you feel. It's humiliating. And, I mean, the fact that I found this account means that other people could find this account, um, other people that we know. And bringing these issues, they're not terrible issues, but like bringing them out and exaggerating them, just it looks bad on me. I understand. And therefore, um, why not address that directly with him? Like, hey, let's have a talk and, and stay out of the unspoken. Because right now, he doesn't know you know. He doesn't know that I know, but the fact that he is taking these exact issues, things that we're talking about between us, and exaggerating them online, it's like he could then either lock the account so I can't see it, or, um, you know, just like double down on the fact, because he seems to be, you know, getting a kick out of the fact that people find this as funny. Right, but now you have access. You can take, you can screenshot the, the, the Twitter account, and then you, you I, I, would, I would go straight and say, listen, what, what's up with that, calmly, and said, um, this is how I feel about it, and um, ask him how he feels about it and why he does it, and then say, you know, why humiliate me? It's passive-aggressive, and if we have a problem, let's, you know, keep our private business private. Okay, I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and confront him about it. Yeah. Listen, nothing good comes from unspoken. So if you know something and he's being sneaky, you got to confront him calmly. But you got to you know, bring it. It's like a bad pimple. Until it's out, it's going to hurt on your back. So, all right, then. Okay. Good, best of luck right. to you, Angela, and thank, thank you for calling. Thank you for your help. That makes sense. Anytime. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Coming up, we are going to listen to Fallon's voicemail. 
about a guy that she met, and she has a question. Next. So, Fallen left me a question in a voicemail. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Fallon. Um, I do have a question. So, um, is this a red flag? I've been dating a guy for about three years. Um, I've only met one of his two children, and there's no talks of any future. Am I wasting my time, and is this a red flag that I have not met his other child? Um, I can't wait to hear your advice. Thank you so much. Thank you, Fallon, for the question. Yeah, what should you do if the man you with introduce you to uh, his kids only three years after you've been together and never talks about the future? I'll tell you what to do next. So this is a simple question, but at the same time, it's interesting. What should you do if you like Fallon? Uh, you've only met one of your boyfriend, two kids, after only three years together, and he still doesn't talk about any future with you. Are you wasting your time or not? I mean, 100% you're wasting your time. If you're thinking about building a future, uh, and he never talks about it, because he doesn't think about it. So if building the next step is your goal, you're wasting your time. If enjoying life, being in the carpe diem, living in the here and present time is your goal, you're not wasting your time. So depending on how you feel and how you want to live your life, some people want to be in the here and now, I don't care about the next day. Some people are obsessed by what's next. And depending on that uh, priority in your life, you'll know what to do. Thanks for the voicemail. You call the next. If you want to share something romantic that has happened to you, call my show, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Devin. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand you have a lovely story that you want to share on my show tonight, and I am all ears. Okay. So during the pandemic, I was working remotely, but I just didn't go anywhere. I was homebound, and I was eating a lot of food and doing very little exercise, and I basically put on a lot of weight, and I was not happy. So I reached out to a personal trainer that I found at the local gym, uh-huh. and she basically brought me to a really good place, not just physically, but like emotionally and mentally. And it started out, I just wanted to get in shape, but I realized that there was stuff with me that I needed to work on. And Mm -hmm. I fell in love with myself, but I also fell in love with her. And we have been together ever since. And my life is completely different. I go cycling, I go hiking, and we do all these things together. And I just, I look at myself a year ago compared to now and it's like I'm a completely different person and I'm really happy. So listen, th- this is a very inspirational story, right? So if you see, if if people listen to you story like I did, you feel like, you know, the the power of love. I mean, seriously, how you went from like you said depressed, you know, overweight this that and you meet her and then you go back to your very best. If this is not the power of love, then I don't know what it is. I'm telling you, it's not about how you look. It's also how you feel. It's totally what's inside, and she helped me find it. You know it. Listen, it's always in the universe. When it's meant to be, it's going to (laughs) happen. Keep the faith. All right, Devin, thank you for sharing that story, and have a good night. Thank you. You too, Simon. 
coming up, let's go help Bridget to send me an Instagram DM because the guy she's dating, well, he has a personal problem. So her DM is next. So Bridget sent me that Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio saying, the guy I'm dating has low self-esteem. He's always talking about how he's not good enough. I think he's great. How can I make him feel better about himself? Bridget, that's a good question. I'll answer next. Have you ever been with somebody who doesn't have a great self-esteem, always doubting themselves, always, you know, wondering, are they good enough, good enough for you, good enough for the relationship, good enough at their job, good enough at everything? And is there a way, really, and that's the question that Bridget asked me, how can you make him feel better about himself? Truth is, you can't. When it comes to self-esteem, it's given by our parents, or, you know, or maybe a coach, or it's like somebody very important in our little childhood. I know that from my therapist. And so if you want to gain self-esteem, it's not because the other person will tell you, oh, you're beautiful, you're this, you're that. That will only help the superficial aspect of it. The lack of self-esteem is usually a lack of love somewhere. Uh, I repeat my idol, YouTube singer Bono's words. When a news reporter asked him, why do you need to have 80,000 people you know, singing, yelling your names every night? He, his answer was, that's as big as a hole is in my heart and I crave love. Same thing for people who are insecure. They crave love, but they got to talk about the trauma and not put on you the responsibility of making them feel better. Kindness is great. goes a long way, but you got to do the work yourself. That's my advice. Go see a shrink. Calls are next. Bonjour, Andrea. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Andrea. What's up? So, um, my fiancé and I um, are kind of in a disagreement. My, uh, he doesn't like that I am still really good friends with my ex. I mean, he was my high school sweetheart. You know, it wasn't like a big blow. You know, we just, our relationship fizzled out, you know, but we've known each other for so long. And his father recently passed, and I've been there a lot for him because, I mean, I grew up with him and his dad. You know, I understand the relationship they had. Um, but he just feels like we're spending too much time together. He's taking advantage of me being there for him. And he wants me to cut off communication with him completely, which I think is a little extreme, you know, to cut someone out of your life who just lost, you know, their dad. I just feel is, is a lot. And I'm, I'm really struggling with it. You know, I see where my fiance is coming from, but he has nothing to worry about. You know, I don't know how to convey that to him. Well, just the way you did to me. The way exactly this I feel, this is why it's important. This is not forever. Empathy uh, is, is an expressing of love. And I think because he lost his dad, I think it's okay to, uh, to be friendly. And uh, it doesn't mean you see him every day. It doesn't mean you have coffee or go out with him. It means you, you, you're present. You know, I think life, we have to do good deeds, do good, feel good. And you can explain that to your fiancé. And uh, jealousy is an expression of not love, but hate. So I'm, I'm on your side. I think, you know, due to the circumstances, I think you can express to your fiancé how you feel and remind himself, this is not forever, but if I was not with you one day and you lost your parent, you could count on me. I won't let you down. I'm, I'm a good friend. Right, right. No, you're right. Thing is, us boys, we are very silly. We project our obsession for ooh on our girlfriends and think because... You're going to see an ex, oh my God, you're going to jump on him, which you will not. But yeah. that's how a lot of boys think. So explain to him the importance of empathy and loyalty and uh, 
they're not against each other. So I think you can still be supportive of your ex who lost his dad for a little bit, and then it will be time to move on. Right. Yes, that's. I'm going to try that. I have to be very clear and direct. <laughs> Always. All right. All right. Andrea, good luck to you. Thank you for your call and have a good night. Thank you. Good night. So I listened to, you know, all your voicemails, one after the other, and my producer Jill sent it to me, but sometimes there's one that really is full of life. <laughs> so uh, stay with me. We're going to talk about that and then play this, this famous voicemail. So as promised, to finish the night with a boost of joie de vivre, take a listen to that voicemail. Hey, Simon, this is Mark. I was just calling about that girl that called you about three or four weeks ago crying that her boyfriend hasn't asked her to marry him yet after seven years. I tell her to sit down and quit crying. I've been married for five years to my beautiful wife, but we've been together for 25 years. That's right. We lived together for 20 years before we got married. And the ooh-la-la is just as good today as it was 25 years ago. So tell that girl to sit down and smell the coffee. If he's going to ask her to marry her after seven years, well, yeah. If not, have her ask him. Big deal. Hey, love your show, Simon. Peace out. Have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.